Hello everyone, this is Mario Davis with Talks with Mario. Have you ever wanted to do podcasting? If not, that is fine, but if you have, you should really look at Anchor. It's absolutely free, they give you the tools to do it, and you don't need any fancy equipment. All you need is a computer or a smartphone, iPhone or Android, and all you need to sign up is Facebook or email. And they will spread your channel on Spotify or any other podcasting app that is available to you. And without that being said, thank you and have a wonderful day and hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to Talks with Mario. I am your host, Mario Davis. And I'm your co-host, Kitty Omega. And before we get today's show started, um, I actually want to do a special uh, shout-out thing for my mother. Um, She was diagnosed with cancer last year, and she beat it in this year. She did all the treatments and stuff for it this year. And then before my birthday, which was the 12th, she called me up and told me that her cancer is back and they're going to have to do more treatments on her. So I just want everyone that's listening to um, keep some positivity in your prayers and whatnot um, and keep some positivity for my mom, make sure she pulls through this. Absolutely. Hopefully, you know, she comes through it just fine, Mario. I hope so too. So, um, with that being said, um, for the first topic we got today, uh, we I want to talk about, um, uh, damn, I let see, got that through my head now. Yeah, let's go ahead. Yeah, um, <laughs> I can't even talk right now. <laughs> it's okay. Deep breaths, Mario. You can do this. <laughs> um. So the first topic topic I want to talk about today is. What would happen if Marvel was versus Marvel? Ooh. And the okay. two two competitors I have in mind is Colossus from Deadpool and the Incredible Hulk. Oh man. You go with the big hitters, don't you? Yep. That'd be one heck of a fight. Who do you think would win? I have to give it to the Hulk on that one, but uh, I want to hear your thoughts first and reasonings why you think who who would you pick and who would win. So it would depend on which version of the Hulk we're looking at. Are we looking at um, the Incredible Hulk as he usually is, where he's completely a mindless, mostly mindless, you know, character just swinging at everything in sight? Or are we talking about the point where Bruce Banner actually had control of himself as the Hulk? Let's, where he I'm, could be logical. I wouldn't uh, lean towards more to Professor Hulk from the Avengers. Okay. I'm talking about the sequel, The Incredible Hulk, where he had to fight the Abominable Hulk. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. yeah, then I I would have to go with the Hulk on that one too because at that point he doesn't have a conscience. He's coming for you. <laughs> yep. And I think Colossus would still kind of have a conscience. So yeah, I think Hulk would win. Yes. He would. Now, speaking of speaking of 
Marvel versus Marvel. I got one more in mind before we move on to this next topic. Um, how about this one was good. Uh, Venom infused with Wolverine versus Carnage infused with Deadpool. Oh. Oh, no. You can't do that to me. Oh, man. You know what? In all honesty, I'm going to stick with that Carnage fusion. Well, damn. I kind of I have to. <laughs> I kind of figured you was gonna pick Carnage because well, every mean, time we talked about Carnage, you picked him in the last episode. I know, and and it's it's gonna be a consistent thing for me. And it's not even like me being a fangirl for him. Um, it's just mostly seeing he's ruthless, and so is Deadpool. Like yes, these these are guys. You know, yeah, Deadpool. Everybody sees him. It's funny, and you know, fourth wall breaking, but. In the end, he's pretty friggin' ruthless when it comes to getting what he needs to get done. And Carnage, again, it's a symbiote with a serial killer. He's, yeah, he's as, as crazy as they come. I, I'm going to have to give it to him because, again, like in the previous fight, he wouldn't be pulling any punches. He's going to go for it, and he doesn't care who's in the way. Very true. That's very true. Now, moving mm-hmm. on from this topic, we'll come back to the Marvel versus Marvel in a minute. And I do want to apologize for everyone for that awful awful intro at the beginning i just stressed out right now i'm sorry but uh, uh we're anyway. human mario it's okay yeah but um the next topic i want to talk about is that uh the delay of the kingdom hearts 4 what is happening with that you know i'm feeling the pain from that one too to be honest because after the way they left us hanging with three you know i mean you, i i don't want to be giving spoilers but if you haven't played three, you really need to before listening to us because after that ending they gave you in that game, I, I need to know what happens next. Did you ever see that video that pops up at the very, very end? I wasn't paying attention to the very end of the Kingdom Hearts 3. I just beat it so, and just turned it off. You know, oh my God. Okay, no, I need you to go back and do it all over again. Okay. Um, so Kingdom Hearts 4 right now, I know that the only announcement that they've made for it um, is that they were hoping that it would be out by the 20-year anniversary of the series, which would be in 2022. But, you know, until then, I mean, Square Enix only left us hanging by putting out uh, Melody of Memory um, recently, which is, um, I think, in October that they put it out. But at the end of Kingdom Hearts 3, Sora disappears after he gets Kyrie back. But in that video that I mentioned, he's like, he wakes up like in a puddle in Shibuya, which if you're familiar with Square Enix games, um, there's a building that always says 109, but in this case, it says 104, and he wakes up there, and it's um, from a, a game from 2007 called The World Ends With You. Yeah. And so he wakes up there at the end of all of it. So obviously, Sora's hopefully going to be making a comeback, but it almost makes me feel like what Square's trying to do is shift the attention from the Disney worlds they were using for Kingdom Hearts to their own Square Enix games. Right. Um, so, I mean, they left me hanging because in that that secret video or whatever, I mean, they've got Sora showing up on there, Riku shows up, um, and Yozora, who was the, basically the, the villain. Um, but it's inside that Virum Rex game from Toybox World. Right. So, like, I need to know what's going to happen because then you have the they they restart their chef's game between um was it Ercus 
I can never say his name. Oh, I'll remember eventually. But no, um, my favorite level from uh, Kingdom Hearts three would be the tour box. Oh yeah. Yeah. How so? Uh, I can't really get into detail. It's just the way they they uh let laid out the map for the whole level was just they did a lot of detail. They did. And that's one thing that I've always loved about Square Enix with their games. It's it's always ridiculously detailed. You're gonna be left crying at points or laughing or just getting so mad you want to break something. <laughs> right. Yeah, so, I mean I I'm just I really want this game to come out, but it might not be till like twenty twenty three, man. Uh that hurts my feelings. It wouldn't delay it that long. I really hope they don't because the last thing they had ever said about it was, oh, well, you know, we're working on other projects. And then they threw out Melody of Memory. And usually, like, after they throw out something like that, it's going to take a couple of years before something comes back out. So I'm really hoping they don't make us wait that long. Right. I I, I just really wish that it would be out next year and uh, hopefully it's going to be a good one just for that long wait. Absolutely, because I'm I'm dying with anticipation over here. It's it's never easy when they put you on such a cliffhanger and then just leave you there. Like, oh, it's coming, but you're gonna have to wait forever. Right. <laughs> now, speaking of uh, delays, um, let's go into the next topic, which we are talking about the Darth, the possible Darth Maul TV show series is coming out on Disney Plus. Yes. Oh my god, they're killing me with that one too because now they had the the semi-confirmation that they might actually do it um, and that they were bringing back the um the, the same actor for it. I can't remember his name right now. Oh Ray god, Park? Yes, thank you. See, this is why I need you. You, you keep me you keep me honest. Um, yeah, so like I was really excited when I read that um, because I know before we were wondering if or when they were going to do it, but now they do have that expectation that it will be out by next year, so... I can't wait. Right. Now, speaking of this, while we're on this topic, what do you hope to see out of this TV show? Oh, I want, I kind of want the same thing that I asked for when we were talking about the movie, how I said, like, I wanted, like, the whole storyline for him in a movie, but now I want it in a show, so I'm going to demand more detail. Like, I want to see his training at a young age. I want to see him become you know, an apprentice and eventually get to that point where he gets cut in half and then I want the rest of the story. Right. Now, what I read on it is that Chancellor Palpatine might be making an appearance in this uh, TV series. Ooh, yes. (laughs) I am going to need all of that. Yes. (laughs) Now, um, if they did, like, a season two for it, what you... What do you think would happen? Just prediction. So I'm just really hoping that they expand on that story that they were um, following before with uh, the Clone Wars cartoon. Right. Um, I really want them to expand on that because I think that he really got developed as a character there, but there's so much more they can give us. Like, I, I do I want to see like an eventual return to power for him? Yes, that would be amazing. Um, but. I also I want I just want to see more of his story. Like he's one of those characters that they give you a little bit here and there, but never quite enough to like really satisfy that need to know the character. 
Right. Um, so I, I, just, I really want to see where it goes from there. I want to know what happens after, you know, all his little schemes and fights and plight all the way to the end of the line, you know? Right. Now, to be honest, they killed him off way too early. They should have yeah, yeah. kept it going with Clone Wars and then killed him. Yeah, and that's one thing that always kills me is they removed him from the movie franchise way too soon. Yeah. Like, I think there was so much more that Darth Maul could have done. There were so many other ways that they could have moved the story forward without having to cut him in half. Yeah. Um, and even, I mean, I, I know what they were trying to do. They were trying to make that opening there for Anakin to become a Padawan. But I think there could have been more room for Qui-Gon to still die and for Obi-Wan to still be able to take on Anakin as a Padawan without having to cut the poor man in half yeah. and still have him as an antagonist. Maybe make it something where Anakin has to fight him, you know, to become the the new apprentice. Right. I just... I, I think they could have done so much more with him, and we didn't get anywhere near enough screen time with him. No, we did not. And speaking of screen time, there I, I don't know why they would do this, because I loved the films the way they were when Wesley Snipes was doing it, and you know I'm about to go for the oh, next topic. <laughs> yes, sir. We're going to Blade Remake. Yep, the Blade Remake. Why? Why? I honestly, I don't know why. Um, I think my feeling on this one is for the same reason that Marvel remade the Hulk movies at one point is to bring it into more into the MCU, but I have a lot of concerns with that. So, okay. So I, I hope I say his name right. Um, Mahershala Ali mm-hmm. is the person that they've said that it's going to be casted for Blade and he's a great actor. Um, I really do like him. They've actually released a fan art, um, not fan art, but art recently of him as Blade. Mm-hmm. And even Wesley Snipes has basically like given his blessing. But again, I want to judge it based on merit, but I have concerns because the MCU here lately has stuck so closely to their PG-13 rating. Yeah. The original Blade was an R-rated movie. Yep. Because Blade kind of requires that rating. I mean, we start the movie with a friggin' blood rave. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, you know, um, and it's it's... It's one of those things that I was concerned with with Deadpool um, when Ryan Reynolds was making the movie for it. I was always worried if they did it anything less than an R, it wouldn't come out right. These are characters that in a lot of ways require the ability to curse and maim and do things that you otherwise wouldn't be able to show in a PG-13 movie because they're not heroes or characters for children. Right. These are very adult-oriented characters. Um, and that that's going to be my main worry with it is, can they pull this movie off as a PG-13, knowing how incredibly violent and bloody the story of Blade is to begin with? Right. Now, my concern is that they're going to reboot it, make it a PG-13 film, and then they're going to screw up everything with the storyline because it's a PG-13 film. And I want to yeah. see... What I haven't seen in the like in the originals, I want to see more blood, more gore, more a badass supervillain vampire. I want to see that. Definitely. I mean, with, with Blade, he was always he, he. That's why I made the comparison to Deadpool. Is he's an antihero. He's not really meant to be the good guy. It's like the Punisher almost. Yeah. They're not really meant to be good guys, but they're the dudes that are willing to do whatever it takes to make what they see as a wrong fixed. Right. 
and they will do it however they want to. You try to PG thirteen these guys, no, I I can't, I can't see any way, shape, or form it works. It didn't work with Wolverine. You know, um, when they first started putting the, his his movies out, I think a lot of those needed the R rating Well, because yeah. Wolverine is not the kind of character that you can. You can try to kid him down like in animated films and everything, but Wolverine is one of those characters where they are rough. And I mean rough. rough. It requires violence. You need to see it for it to make sense. Now, and I don't think it makes sense without it. Now, I might be wrong. I don't know. I didn't really pay attention to the writing for the Wolverine movies, but I think the sequel to the Wolverine when he went to the Japan, I think that one was rated R. So that one was all right in some senses. I think that the only problem that they had with that was that um, I think it was more that they were trying to they were trying too hard. Yeah. To be honest, they were really trying way too hard to to make it something that it wasn't. Um, so I mean, that was my only thing. Is I think they were trying too hard to I don't know make it more relevant. I guess. Yeah. I I don't know. But it really bothered me that it went the way that it did. Um, I think that movie could have done a lot better, to be honest. Yeah. They didn't. They had a good cast, but again, the screenwriting. When the screenwriting is crap, the movie's gonna be not that great. Now, speaking of Blade, now this is where it's gonna get fun. Okay. Mm -hmm. I want you to get give me your favorite catchphrase that he's done in any movie. Oh, Any Blade movie. Why would you do me like this? Because I gotta get uh, mine as well. Well, I mean, I don't really think, like, catchphrase-wise, like, I don't, he's not, he's not like that kind of guy that has a catchphrase. He's just a witty, smart-ass person who just says the wrong thing at the well, right time and it works. What I mean by catchphrase is, like, his his line. What is the most iconic line that he's used in Blade? Oh God, um, I really can't think of one. See, You're gonna have to help me here, Mario. I'm drawing a blank. I'm sorry. Well, see, one of them that comes to mind for me is the most funniest one out of the Blade franchise, and it's in the first one when he's chasing the burnt-up vampire, and the cops just shoot him out of nowhere, and he like turns around and say, "Motherfucker, are you out of your damn mind?" <laughs> okay, I. I'll give you that. That that is great. <laughs> I need that on a shirt. Actually. Yes, that one was great. <laughs> yeah, that one's good. Um, I I really can't think of one that stuck out to me. I and mean, like I said, it's to me, he's just one of those characters that there's a certain style to the way that they speak or the way that they come across to other people, and that I guess sticks with me more than what they say or how they say it. Does that make sense? All right. Now. <laughs> I'm terrible. Before we move on to this topic, there's <laughs> one more I have to cover that's also my favorite, and it's from Blade 2. It's when they go <laughs> down to the sewers, and there's like a thousand of those high-breed vampires. Oh, yeah, those stupid things. And he says, you do not know who you are fucking with. That shit right <laughs> there was great. I think that just that's your favorite catchphrase because it's something that you would that say. That is something I would say. <laughs> and I've actually quoted that in a fight before. Oh, well, there you go. But, Perfect usage and placing. I like yep. it. <laughs> so moving on from Blade, we're going to talk about 
things you used to do as a kid that you still do today. And this one was requested. This was requested by none other than Queen herself. Yes. We will answer the Queen. If she asks it of us, we will do it. Yeah. <laughs> so what are the things that you did as a kid, uh, Kitty, that you still do today? All right. So here we go. Strap in. Oh, uh, Jesus. <laughs> well, there will be no strap anything on this one. <laughs> I meant strap in and get ready for the ride. Good I Lord. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, that, that was a penis. <laughs> Yo, look, you can't quote me like that when you sent it to me. Well. People are going to think we're talking about something else. I need to calm yeah, down. Yeah, we need to calm down. <laughs> we need to stay on topic here. This cannot go X-rated. If you need to go there, just go to TikTok. You'll find the video. Yeah. It's got enough views. Oh, I do recommend <laughs> for all our listeners, I do recommend one video. And it's funny. No. Oh, yeah. It's coming. No. Here it comes. <gasps> it's a <No>. pig. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm not blushing. I'm, I'm not. I swear to God. Yo, Mario, I will find you. Oh, and I will yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, anyway, With let's, get, let's get back anyway. to the topic. <laughs> All right. So favorite like childhood activities. All right. Um, obviously, I have a large collection of stuffies that I still play with and cuddle with because they're sweet and they're wonderful and they're my friends. True. Um, <laughs> um, I still play video games. That's something that I started once at the age of like nine and or eight and never stopped. <laughs> well, and... I mean, outside of that, I color on my face, but I color. Um, <laughs> um, and I guess, I mean, I still I still will go, like, outside and play tag with the kids. So I guess that's still, like, a carryover childhood activity. Right. What about you? Well, me? What do you do? Well, there's a lot of things <laughs> I did as a kid. Oh. Um, okay. We're going to go avoid the puberty. Yeah. No, I'm going I'm to <laughs> avoid that. Well, I enjoy football. I, I don't do that as much as anymore, but I still enjoy that when I can. Um, I do play video games still. I love video games, as you know, guys. And the last episode, we covered that. <laughs> In detail. Yep. Really, really detail. I enjoy watching horror movies as a, as a kid, and I still do some of the classics and modern-day horror movies. I enjoy Yeah, see, that's only a childhood activity for us. Yeah, we are the crazy kids that do that. Yeah. <laughs> now the the iconic, more iconic. If you want me to get uh, specific, the more iconic movie I watched in horror as a kid was Friday the Thirteenth. Little fun fact. Very nice. Mine was Poltergeist. Oh, it was my first horror movie. There, here. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Oh man, I, that scared me out of my pants when I was a kid. But see, I still watched it. <laughs> we're gonna have to make it. See, I already got another topic in mind for next week already because of you. <laughs> Let's do. We're it. Gonna, okay, <laughs> before we announce it, we're gonna continue with the show. Um, yes. Sir. Um, let's go. For speaking of childhood, um, I got another topic in mind that I uh, would like to discuss. What was your most memorable? movie slash TV show as a kid. Oh, it could be man. from PBS to Nickelodeon, whatever. Oof. So, let's see. 
Nickelodeon when I was a kid. Come on now. Now you're trying to out me for how old I am. Well, we called it something else. Anyway, um, <laughs> so let's see. As a kid, the movie that was my absolute and still is one of my absolute favorites was Fern Gully, The Last Rose uh-huh. Forest. But if we're talking like TV shows, Tailspin. Well, have you ever seen Tailspin? Oh, yeah, that's how old no, I am. I- it's on Disney Plus, okay? You can catch up on the see, Disney. See, the problem is <laughs> with the the ones you said. I I don't even. I've never seen the what we got. Farm Gully. Farm yeah, Gully. Um, it had Robin Williams as Batty. Yeah, I've never seen. Um, with some of the characters. Oh my goodness gracious, Mario! I, I need you to. I need you to find this movie. See now she's recommended. This town bin has it for five dollars. <laughs> now she's recommended movies, and last week on the last episode, uh, the second episode, she is recommending me games I've never played. Well, we all have to have, you know, our thing, and my thing is letting you know cool stuff that I find, just like you tell me about cool stuff you find, and I right. look it up. <laughs> and speaking of uh, sharing cool stuff, you never sent me those links to the Darth Maul thing. I know. I feel so. And every time that I sit there and I pull them up, a hundred other things come up. I'm so yeah. sorry. This is a, this is my uh, my squirrels at the rave party because I don't have ducks or rows. Yeah. <laughs> I will make sure I send it to you. I hope I so because I'm looking forward to seeing that. Mm, yes, sir. I'll stop being a bad panda. I'll uh, get them to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, while we're on this topic of childhood movies, you covered yours. And here's mine. And you got to see how old I feel. Or hear how old I am. Whatever, Mr. 26. Yeah, 26. You're the one that tagged me in a video saying, happy birthday, motherfucker. You are old. <laughs> no, look. I, that song was just too perfect. <laughs> I needed to be used. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to put in the description. Happy belated birthday. I'm going to have to put in the description <laughs> of this episode that this one is a little... Adult content language involved. Contains bad words. Yes. <laughs> you may need Samuel Jackson to read yeah. this to you later. <laughs> now, favorite TV shows as a kid and movies. Well, recently, we're going to talk about this right quick, too. Recently, I watched on Netflix because of Queen, she uh, pointed out that there is a movie called Indian in the Cupboard. And oh my god! And I watched that with my mom and I think my grandmother at one point when I was younger, like I think four or five, because it came out ninety five. I watched that in a movie theater. Didn't it come out ninety five? Nineteen ninety five. I remember because I watched it at the movie. See, that's theater. how old I feel because I can't that's remember when it came thing. out. <laughs> but I I gave it a watch. Actually, I gave it a watch after the second episode that night, I think, and it just brought back so many memories about when, if you haven't seen it, spoiler alert, I'm sorry, but I have to. Um, Dude, it's been 30 years. If they haven't seen it, yeah. this is their own fault. <laughs> now, the the biggest part of that movie that got me every time, even as a kid, um, is when they're watching the TV and they're watching a son about the cowboys shooting the Indians and then the cowboy, the toy cowboy shot off his gun and then just, I think it's a little bear. Little bear just turns yeah. around with his arrow and shoots him. That was sad. Mm-hmm. It was. That was, oh man. 
that that movie hits so many nerves in so many ways because you know first he's isolated you know he's been pulled from his little world into ours as it were completely alone the one time the kid tries to bring him company he even tells him to take the girl away because like that's not my right. family you know she's got that's her child she's got her own family so yeah that, that movie oh man that was too yeah. now you're just bringing back things that i've buried <laughs> i mean i have a vague memory of uh remember the cover that brought the toys to life see mm-hmm. i think i remember who bought it for me i think it was my mom or my grandmother either one i remember getting that cover from the movie and i thought as a kid that it would bring my toys to life oh so what did i do and it broke my heart when it didn't do it but uh as a kid so what did I do? I brought every store Star Wars toy I owned into that cup and put them in there. <laughs> See, as a kid, Mario, I know. <laughs> as a kid, me. oh my god, I'm not gonna cry. I'm not gonna cry. As a kid, I had a little Chewbacca, a little three C three PO, and R two D two, and a Darth Maul figurine, and I wanted all of them to come to life and be my best friend. So yeah. Oh man, I'm so sorry. That's, that's how much of an impact that film has. And they to hurt you. There is just oh man. Now moving on from the sad topic. Oh my Jesus. Uh favorite TV show as a kid. You didn't specify, but I want to go with the Rograts. That was a great little show, though. Like. I hear the theme song for that, and I go running into the living room yep. to see if it's on. That's a great little show. <laughs> I watched the movies, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember when they brought them up to be teenagers. Oh, my God. The old yes. grown-up seasons. Those are pretty good, too, though. I like yes. those. And you also can't go wrong with SpongeBob. Yes. Who doesn't love SpongeBob, though? Like... Fantastic. Uh, people that hate the song. I'm, I'm Plankton. People that yeah. hate fun, yes, because Plankton is like my spirit animal. Jeez. <laughs> uh, I on. can't, okay, I'll give you Plankton, but I can't give you the Plankton TikTok sound that they did. The one that I, I don't have? know, it goes like the FS ravioli, ravioli. <laughs> FS I think so. <laughs> Now, <laughs> yes. oh, geez. Now, also, I would like to talk about on this one um, what. Okay, going back. Okay, now I, I got all my thoughts together. Uh, I zoned out for 10 seconds. Uh, yeah, <laughs> reboot, reboot <laughs> Sheldon. Now, Go ahead. Zinga. You want to say it? <laughs> now, we're going back to Marvel versus Marvel, real quick. Um, mm-hmm. Who would you say would be a good fight in that? Ooh, okay. If we have to go for a fight on there, Marvel. Oh, man. There's so many good ones that we could have, but I'm a big fan. Of mm. Storm, 
Um, and I would like to put her up against, I want to see, like, ah, she's obscure, though. Um, and I think you saw, if you ever saw the video with Brother Battle, um, where he was responding to me, it was yeah. Psoriasis. It was one of my favorite villains from uh, the Green Lantern series, but that's, that's not even there. Oh, man. Okay, so let's do, uh, I can't even think about it. It's, oh, um, oh, God, I can't remember his name now. See, you're killing me, Mr. Fantastic. We're going to stick with the Fantastic Four. Him and Storm. I want to see what happens. Ooh. Because he's rubbery and she's yep. electric. And it's just, it sounds like great fun. Yeah. <laughs> now, one more out for me. I would have to go with, um, let's see. Huh. Let me think on this one. This one's gonna be a good one. This has got to be the phenomenal. Don't hurt yourself. Um, let's go with Magneto versus okay. Thanos. Hmm. That probably be a good fight. You know, I kind of like this matchup. Because Thanos is like, okay, and I hate saying it like this, but one of his greatest strengths is, is if once we put him with the mm-hmm. Infinity Gauntlet, but without it, all he has is his strategic genius and his ability right. to fight. So, hmm. Oh, man. I. Oh. Now, this one could keep you guessing. Before we. Yeah. It's gonna. The next one, I mean, the next one could keep you guessing for days. Black Panther, God rest his soul. Uh, Chad, Chadwick? Yeah, Chadwick. Chadwick. God rest his soul. Black Panther versus Sabretooth from the X-Men. Okay, that I got to give it to you because that is a really good matchup. That is a fantastic right. matchup. And the reason being is, okay, so... Oh, okay, Sabretooth, hmm. he's got the same regeneration capacities as Wolverine, but his strength is more natural, if that makes sense. Like, he doesn't have the adamantium claws yeah. or anything like that. Um, and with, sorry, with Black Panther, I mean, I'm not saying that he doesn't, he doesn't have regeneration capacity the same way that Sabretooth does. He does have technology on his side, plus that amazing fighting style that they always describe both in comics and in the movies. Right. So it's a pretty good matchup. I mean, because Sabretooth usually relies on his size and his ferocity. Black Panther relies on his genius because the guy is, dude, he really is, considering the fights he has right. to be in. He's just a genius in a lot of ways. So this was a hard one for me to decide on. Because I want to say Sabretooth off the bat because I'm thinking immediately, no, this guy's going to go to war. He's going to just destroy everything. But then you got Black Panther can cut him just as hard with his claws. And he has the intelligence behind it. Very true. So, you know what? Just based on that alone, I'm going to give it to Black Panther. I think he could win. Well, that's that's a mystery soft. (laughs) (laughs) No. No. We'll yeah. argue about it later. <laughs> now, speaking of child's play, there's another one. Now, here's another topic that I am looking forward to for next year. Um, 
there's two things about child's play so far that I've seen. I don't know if the second topic of this is true or not. It has not been debunked as far as I know of. But the first thing of child's play topic is it coming out with a uh, TV sh- series on the, uh, Netflix. Yes. Really? This has been talked about for years. Yeah, but I didn't know they actually had like. Yeah. And as far as my knowledge, Brad Doroff, Brad Doroff, yeah, did the voice of Chucky throughout the franchise films. Now he's returning to the Mm -hmm. series. Oh, man. That's incredible. As far as I know, is on this information that I've been looked up. As far as I know, that they're going, the TV series is going to pick up where the cur- the cult of Chucky left off. Oh, oh, that's, hmm. you know, I think, I think that would actually be great because there was a lot of stuff that they left yes. like, loose ends wise for that one that always bothered me. And if they're gonna do it into a show and it's stemming directly from it, it might answer a lot of the questions I still have left. I think I like. I do too. Yeah. And this is something we haven't covered. I don't think we've covered in any of the previous episodes we've done for a child's play. I don't think we brought this up yet. No, I think we brought him up as a versus at one point um, when we were doing the, the 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 oh my goodness. The versus mashups, but not. I don't think we've actually brought up the show yeah. or the movie at all. Now, what do you hope to see from that series from Netflix? Oh, man. There's always a lot that I hope we yeah. never get <laughs> with a lot of these shows and movies. I'm hoping for a little bit more explanation, or at least not so much explanation. Give me a little bit right. more back detail on how we even got to this point. Like, I mean, I know there's some movies and stuff, but there's so many friggin' loopholes and loose ends in all of them. I'm still left with questions. Like, how how could you even create more dolls? Well... And how does this work? Who's, who's actually the... Like, I don't know if that makes sense. My goodness. Um, I'm not making any well, sense at all, am I? Uh, <laughs> fair point. <laughs> but... I mean, they kind of explain it. They never go into detail, and that's what I want. Yeah. I want that extra detail. But I mean, like, if you're going to make it into a show, you're not going to be now restricted by the two hour or hour and a half runtime. Now you got a show, you got seasons, you got time to give me my answers. Right. <laughs> now, for the series, that's I'm looking for uh, more of uh, what is happening when you see the Tiffany doll. In the back seat, is she going to be included? Um, is I know Jennifer Tilly is going to be included in the cast, and I've heard uh, that you remember Chucky's son from the seat of Chucky, Glenn and Glenda mm-hmm. are supposed to return in the show. Those things are yeah. terrifying to begin with, so um, <laughs> that would be actually great. I mean, I in a way, I'm kind of hoping that they don't go too campy with it. I mean, there's a level of campiness to these True. movies anyway. But I'm still... If you're going to give me a show, I want you to actually develop the characters. I don't want it to be just jump scares. 
you know what I mean? I don't want it to just be the same the same plot rehashed forty-seven yes. different ways. Give me something new. You can bring back all the characters you want. Well, they're Give supposed to bring. Well, they already brought back Andy from Cult of Chucky. Now they're supposed to bring the mm-hmm. girl that uh, was in the foster home with him from the second movie back. Okay. Now. Well, yeah. Holy hope. Again, I'll wait to budget on merit, but at the same time, you can still hope for the best yes. and prepare for the worst. Now, Moving on from the series, now we're going to talk about this teaser that is getting tossed around from YouTube to TikTok that I've seen and on Instagram. Um, it's because I follow a Chucky site from Instagram, and they keep teasing it around that there's this poster uh, you see as Chucky from the store, in front of a store, mm-hmm. and it says Chucky. That's the title of the movie, Chucky. That's it. And it doesn't say when it's coming out, as far as I've seen. Interesting. I wonder if they're just trying to keep a lot of it under wraps and not give anything away. But I'm wondering. Dang it, I need more than that. I'm wondering if that's going to be the sequel to the remake, Child's Play, or is that going to be another prequel from the original uh, Tucky franchise? I'm really hoping it's not a prequel just because it's not that I don't like prequels. I, I love them. Give me more information, please, all day long. But I kind of want to see the story move forward. Yeah. I don't want to keep going back. You know, it's, it's okay to go back. It's okay to review the past, but I kind of yeah. want to see something new out of it. Scare me in a new way. Don't just... I don't want to go back to ancient history all the time. Give me something that it's gonna really scare the pants off. Or you you could think about it like this. I just thought about this while you was uh talking about uh give you something new. What if this was giving you something new? Um, they did the Chucky movie that we we're discussing right now, and mixed tied it in to start off the TV series. Oh, oh. and it's up from uh this is a good idea. Uh, Cult of Chucky. And then, yeah, just take my word for it. It works. Oh, no, I, I believe you. I'm just yeah. considering it works. That's actually... Because as I'm talking about it, I'm getting tongue-tied because I'm getting excited for it. I, I, you're leaving me over here doing the fish thing. Just the, yeah. The, 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 like that actually, why, why aren't you into movie making? Like you definitely should be. This is like a fantastic friggin' idea. And Hollywood well, is missing out. Hint, on hint, Hollywood. I'm right here. <laughs> he is free. He is ready yes. to be contracted. I mean, I could play, a, <laughs> I could see me playing a uh, very good Joker if he was like Bill. You know, uh, I believe you. Just you, no, not like that. Like, <laughs> I think you would be good at it. I've seen a lot of your acting, like, even if it is TikTok, or whatever. But the stuff is solid. So I mean, see, if I were to take in acting, and there's only one kind of genre and movie I would want to be in, and, and it would be as the werewolf. Of course, it's the I could well. I could do some pretty good, not CGI, but 
acting for when he transforms into the werewolf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely does. So I mean, True. yeah, it will work. You should probably look into a career in acting, Mario. I I I fully support this, like a hundred percent. No sarcasm. Well, fully support. You know. Oh no! Don't doubt yourself. Now. I'm not. <laughs> I now I think the next topic we should talk about right now is where do you think? Mm-hmm. The Jeepers Creepers franchise is going. Oh man, honesty time. Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure anymore. They keep throwing me curveballs, and I don't know yeah. how to handle them. Um, like I, I was actually a little disappointed with the last one because I feel like they let go of the storyline altogether and relied so heavily on just jumping out at you or using creepy noises, which I mean I know those are hallmarks of it, but Yeah. That wasn't there for me. And I didn't enjoy it. I was actually really disappointed with the last one. Um I'm hoping that if they're gonna continue it that they actually go back literally to the drawing board and write me a darn good story that will scare me and not just rely so heavily on just popping this guy out fifty different ways that they've already done before to scare me. I mean, it, jump scares are fine once in a while, but when your whole movie is just jump scares and a convoluted storyline that makes no sense. Right. Now, the thing that frustrated me from Jeepers Creepers 3, hey, that rhymed. But the thing that frustrated <laughs> me about it is when you touch his body part that was considered his hand that got cut off, you touch it, it shows you what and where... What he is, what his origin is, and it never showed us. Mm-hmm. It didn't. It, it did not give us any kind of information of what he is. Right, and they try to leave it to mystery almost, but it, they failed yeah. on using that device properly. There's plenty of ways of doing it. Plenty of other movies have done it, where you touch something or whatever, and it shows you what it is, but. I don't think they delivered on that. I was, yeah, I was like, I was, I was all waiting for that moment. And like, I mean, is he a demon? <laughs> I'm actually, I walked out. Sorry, of that. go ahead. <laughs> uh, I, no, I said, I walked out. I of mean, that <laughs> like, is he a demon? Is he from outer space? What? Where is he from? Is he from <laughs> yeah. like an Aztec a monster from back in the day in Egyptian period? What? Where is he from? That's what I want to know. Right. And if you want to leave it to mystery, fine, then leave it to mystery. Don't give me a device to supposedly find out where or what it is. And right. And not use it properly. That peeves me. The thing they <laughs> went wrong with it is, yeah, it kind of picks up from where the first movie left off. Like, Derry got kidnapped. And it just picks up from there. But after that, it just goes downhill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, again, it's like they went back to this whole no plot and just do whatever we can to try to make it scary. But I think they really missed the mark with it. And I'm sure there's people that love it, and I hope they don't hate me for saying that. In my personal preference, there was nothing there to right. really keep me watching the movie. There wasn't. And then you got these silly gadgets that he's got, apparently from his truck 
these damn, these mother uh damn Mario Kart looking things he shoots out of his truck. Oh god. Yeah, no. <laughs> Again, <laughs> there was so much more they could have done with this movie. It just flopped. I was just disappointed at it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, not the True. first one, but you know. Now, speaking of horror movies, I got one personal topic that I want to discuss, and we're going to probably take a long time discussing this, and we're going to have to talk about your topic after this topic that we're going to discuss. Now, people is up and down on it. They hate it or they love it. Now, I'm going to say I loved it because of one simple factor. But we're going to get to that in a minute. Jason X. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you went there with me. <laughs> All right. Hit well, me with it. I love it because, you know, you see the regular rotten Jason and then he gets blown all the hell. And then these nanobots, these little nanobots just bring him back to life and make him like a damn Terminator. And it just, that was just badass moment in that movie. And that was about the well, only badass here. moment in that movie. Oh, yeah. the, the one that you really liked. <laughs> now, I do have a hate relationship Why? with that movie. What, what is your hate relationship <laughs> with it? So again, we fall back on this whole issue that I have with movies that have no discernible plot or there's so many plot holes at the end of the movie that I'm upset. So my reasoning on that is, okay, so I get it. The technology bringing him back, that is super cool and everything else. But I just feel like they could have, it's another one. They could have done so much freaking more with it. And some of the acting was just really subpar you're sitting there about to be killed and you look like you have no facial expression or your facial expression is so exaggerated that instead of me being yeah. scared, I'm laughing at you. I, there were parts in that movie that I should have been like, oh man, no, this is about to happen. And instead I was like, yeah. <laughs> look at her face. I, and you know exactly what I mean. Like, it, the set was great. The story that they were trying to set out was great. Right. Some of the acting killed it it just it just did and I wanted to like that movie so much I'm I'm a huge fan of like horror I'm a huge fan of sci-fi you're mixing two things that I really like and you're putting it in space I should have loved that movie and instead I was sad and disappointed and laughing what what should have been I think they really stole the idea because I think Leprechaun came out before Jason X Leprechaun in space. Oh, I think so, yeah. I think it was like two years before, I think. I'm not sure. I'll check but, um, later. I think <laughs> the really, they stole the idea from that. Well, I mean, a lot of movies borrow from each other and just rehash concepts, yeah. unfortunately, in a lot of cases. Oh, excuse me. Borrowed. But. Yeah. yeah, artistic license. No, do you have any issues with uh, Freddy versus Jason per se? I didn't. I liked how they did Freddy versus Jason. I enjoyed it. I know a lot of people don't like the mind yeah. blow at the end, but I don't need it because these are two. 
they're two horror characters right. that nobody wants to die. Uh, nobody wants the good guys to win at the end of those movies. Nine times out of ten, the good yep. guys deserve it. Um, <laughs> but no, like these are iconic characters. They're unkillable for a reason. Yes, you can try to get rid of Freddy, but he's in your nightmares. He's a he's a he's a dream yeah. demon. You are not gonna beat that. And Jason is just so friggin' he's a classic at this point. I, I know people may not think so. There's a reason even the dollar store has a Jason mask, okay, for Halloween. Everybody knows that mask. Everybody. And the fact that you would pit them up against each other show that Jason still, you know, has that horrible experiences where Freddy could use him against them. And even at the moment where you think Jason won, Freddy winks at you. Yeah. Come on now. That well, was to awesome. me, <laughs> I have an argument with this. To me, nobody won. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's the point well, of the movie. Is neither one of them won. The people involved were cannon fodder, and Jason didn't really kill Freddy. You can't kill a nightmare demon. You can't. That's why we have so many of those movies. <laughs> There's that many Nightmare on Elm Streets because you can't kill him. Yeah. He just keeps coming back. Well, they actually <laughs> did kill him before Wes Craven brought out that 1993, I think, new Nightmare. Yeah, the film the within a film. Street, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not going to disagree. Um, but uh, they actually did kill him off finally and Freddy's dead. So they did kill him off. True, they did. Yeah. But it was temporary, you know. Because it's uh, it's the concept that they never really tell you yeah. how you're supposed to kill him. People just catch it in their heads, oh no, this is how it's got to go. There's never any real confirmation of how you actually get rid of him. Same thing with Jason. Well, I mean, no. They've tried let me everything with him. Stop you right there, the Kitty. There, no, 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 no. I got you right there yeah. because I'm a big Friday the Thirteenth person, and uh, that is not true. It, they do actually explain how you kill Jason, and Jason goes to hell the final Friday. Do they? It's it, what they okay. said in the movie. If you've ever seen it. Um, they said only a Voorhees can kill a Voorhees. I'm old. Oh, okay. But yeah, see, I'm bad memory. Which really threw it off for me after all that you go through with Jason's adventure. He's done been mm-hmm. a, a lot of things trying to be people killing him, and all of a sudden, Friday, uh, Friday the Thirteenth, Final Friday, Jason goes to Hill. You t- you're telling you bring this up, like you said, that it threw it off for me. Um, you bring up mm-hmm. this dagger, and only Voorhees can kill a Voorhees. Why you didn't mention that in the like a mid part, like a mid movie? Because we wanted yeah. to kill people and not have them. True, <laughs> but still. That's something I mean, you can bring up earlier in the earlier films before you get to the final chapter. I don't know. I'm just ra- I'm yeah. ranting right now. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no, please continue. By all means. But <laughs> as you as people say it, 
Jace today flopped. So that one is getting. Oh yeah, we're doing a new segment, by the way. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, do it. Jason Eggs is going to get at least four out of ten. Yeah, I mean, it, it, the concept <coughs> was great. <clears throat> you know, <clears throat> sorry, the concept was great. the The sets were there. The costuming, all that stuff was there. Right. What wasn't there was the so. Act. Like I said, we're going to do start doing a new segment where I'm going to take a film handpicked from either you, Queen, or me, and we're going to talk about it, and we're going to, after we talk about it, we're going to um, give it a rating. So, that that's the new thing we're adding to the show, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen of all ages. <laughs> Non-binaries yes. and everybody else, too. Very true. Now we got a little bit of time left. Now let's talk about this topic you brought up to me a couple of days ago. You actually sent me the information about imposter syndrome. What can you tell us about that? Yes. So as somebody who definitely suffers with this, um, imposter syndrome is more common than most people think. So back in 1978, um, they had these two psychologists, um, it was Clans and Imes, and they thought that only women suffered with imposter syndrome because at the time, most of their test subjects for it were female. Um, and what it actually is, it's everybody has a moment of doubt. You know, you can always doubt yourself at any point. Most people move past it. But imposter syndrome is when you literally sit there and you have this constant feeling of ina- inadequacy or like you just doubt everything that you've accomplished. And said it, no, I, I was just lucky, or I just knew the right people, or, you know, I, I had all this help. And you're constantly terrified that people are going to figure out that you're not what they think you are, that you're a fraud. Um, even if there's evidence that shows that that's not true, that you actually deserve where you are or what you're doing. And, um, yeah, so that's why I wanted to bring it up, because um, you had asked something about um, the the channel and about TikTok and then merch and stuff. And I was like, I I don't feel like I deserve any of that. I still, I looked at my follower count and that stuff hit me like a freight train. I'm like, I, I, where, where, where yeah. are these people here? I don't deserve this kind of attention. <laughs> so, yeah, so I started bringing it up because there's, you know, about 70, 70% of people at some point in their lives deal with it. You know, maybe you have, I know, right. I know for sure I have constantly. I'm constantly terrified that people are going to be like, oh no, you're just, there is a piece of crap. You don't deserve this, or you shouldn't think so highly of yourself, which I don't anyway. But <laughs> um, that's why I wanted to bring it up because it's it's something that even movies touch on it. Um, the Harry Potter series, Harry Potter's always like, no, I was just right. lucky. I, I don't have any skills. It's things like that. We're constantly faced with it, but a lot of people don't really understand that there is something for it. It's not just a moment of doubt. If you're like constantly terrified that no matter what you do, people are just going to come out and be like, oh, no, you're a fake, or, you know, you don't deserve any of this. Yeah. You probably have imposter syndrome. So is it just one, like, particular form that comes with it, or is there multiple? So there is multiple. Um, I know that there's a book that was written by a, a Dr. Valerie Young, where she actually names five different types of um, people with imposter syndrome. So you got the perfectionists, which is people that feel that like they have to do everything 
perfect every single time or they're a failure. <clears throat> and um, it can be driven by anxiety a lot of the time. Um, so if you fail even any kind of goal in your life, no matter how high or ridiculous that goal may be, if you're a perfectionist within this category, any <clears throat> minimal failure will throw you into a tailspin um, with it. Then you also have um, the natural genius, which you basically constantly judge yourself and your competence based on how quickly you can learn to do something new. So if you fail at doing something the first time, it throws you completely off. You're obviously not good enough for anything. Right. Because you couldn't do this one thing right the first time, even though a lot of things take practice. Um, you have the soloist, which is somebody who constantly is trying to do everything on their own and feel that asking for help from anybody at any time is a mark of failure. So these people will struggle with everything right. and never ask for help once and constantly struggle with doubting themselves for needing help to begin with. Um, then the experts, would, they're basically people that base their competence on how much and what they know. So they have to know everything about everything right. or they feel like they don't know enough and they're failures. And the final category is the Superman or Superwoman, um, which frankly, it's kind of the one that I throw myself into. <laughs> because with this one is it's we feel like we're fake amongst people that do the same thing as us. Like we will constantly, we're the workaholics. We're the people that will put in 80 hour weeks, not by weeks, 80 hour weeks, just trying to prove that we're good enough to be seen or to be praised or to be told anything. Um, and we just feel like we have to completely abandon everything we are in favor of doing just the one thing that we're focusing on as good as the people around us right. so that nobody ever has any way of telling us that we're a failure because we feel like a failure. So, I think I'm the perfectionist. Yeah. Which one do you think you are? Do you think you have this, or am I by myself? <laughs> okay, and I can see that too. That's the sad thing because I know how many times we're talking about you having to edit and edit and edit. Yeah. So I can see that, but you're so good at it though. Like that blew me away. That that you would even think that the stuff isn't good. Like I've watched what yeah. you do. Just they're freaking ridiculous. It's all. <clears throat> And I mean, it takes me. Well, sometimes it depends on what what kind of video we're doing on TikTok. You can ask Queen. It takes us pretty amount of time to do this one transition video. Yeah, I mean that's just you wanting to do it right, which is you know it's perfectly fine. But at the end of the day, you like. Like, do you feel that if you can't get it right after, yes. let's say, 10, I mean, 15 takes that you're failing? If I don't get it right, if I don't think it's good enough, I won't upload it. I'll just delete it. You shouldn't, though. I mean, like, I've seen a lot of your stuff, and you're so, even if it's taking you, like, 20 takes. I've seen the stuff that you do, Mario. You're like, you're fantastic. <laughs> I, like, I want to shake well, you Well, right thank now. you. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, like I do the same thing. You've heard me call yeah. myself a trash panda or just straight garbage. So, <laughs> I mean, and so now, now I have to ask you this: like when you were younger, um, did you feel like you weren't good enough? Like when you were going through school, or like well, you had siblings, like they were doing better than you? On school, I had a lot of anxiety going through high school. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. I'm so uh, I don't know what <laughs> it's called, but it's like a uh, uh, 
don't remember exactly what it's called, but in the short terms, it's called completion anxiety. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, really? Wow. I mean, yeah. I can't wait to be done with high school. <laughs> like, <clears throat> oh man. So I mean, it, it, the reason that I ask that is because a lot of the time they say that a good indication of whether or not you suffer from it is if at any other point in your life you were so focused on stuff. Right. Like during childhood, even high school, um, and achieving something and being perfect at it and didn't get either praise for it or for any reason it didn't happen the way you wanted it to. Like, I mean, I hated high school. I can't tell you how right. bad I wanted to get out of that place <laughs> when I was younger. I, The workaholic thing, it started there for me. I, I was a kid that, yeah, I, I stayed up and gamed till two in the morning, but then I didn't sleep because I would stay up till the bus pulled up just studying stuff too like it, it was it was it was one of two things i was either gaming all night or studying all night because i wanted to make sure that i was good enough to get out and not have to ever go back. now <laughs> as we're winding down i want to make the uh, topic announcements for next saturday and what we're going to talk about before we actually close out the show for this episode <clears throat> now if there's anything you want to cover kitty Go ahead and feel free. I think the only thing I think I would like to cover is what you can constantly hear in the background of every recording. Parenting. (laughs) Just just a little bit about, oh, goodness, having to be a parent. But um, We're going to add that one for next next Saturday. We already got two more topics, by the way, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Well, three, mm-hmm. three now. Ladies three. and gentlemen. Yes. Yeah. Well, we had Beetlejuice. Now, <laughs> as we're winding down, I'm going to go ahead and announce all the topics for next Saturday. Obviously, one of them is Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice 2, actually, the sequel. Um, uh, next one will actually be why um not yeah why um make a uh what's it called uh what movie is that oh yeah make another amityville horror that i seen at walmart today we're going to talk about that um we're also going to talk about um parenting as you can as you heard the uh <laughs> two seconds. I can't even talk. Right <laughs> um, we're also going to talk about the possible, very possible, well, not impossible, but just a, uh, how do I say it? Um, prediction or a theory. Possibility? About ah. is Robin Joker's son? Because there was some, uh, oh. there's something I seen on Instagram yesterday about being about Robin being Joker's son, long lost son. That's exactly like the theory of Alfred having been the bad guy. We're also going to talk about that, and we're going <laughs> to talk about the 2020 tipping challenge 
which I've heard on the radio yesterday, and I really want to talk about this topic because we need to. I feel like we need to talk about this more and get it out there just for people that don't know about this challenge. And um, we're going to talk about... um, I'm sorry, I'm stuttering right now. I got a lot on my mind. Mario, you're just fine. I'm telling you, you're human. Um, cool. There's no reason to talk. Other topic I want to discuss through. is what is the possibility of The Walking Dead killing off Rick and putting him as a zombie? Yes. Oh, man. Yes, we do. Oh, yeah. And um, why... <laughs> And this has probably been covered by other podcasters, but we want to. I want to talk about that as a topic. Why remake Hellboy instead of making Hellboy three? And hallelujah! Somebody. One more topic I want to talk about <laughs> is a possible, a possible game that could be. It could very well be putting. Call of Duty franchises on the top if they consider this. Call of Duty Rise of the Zombies. Oh. Yes. And all these topics will be talked about next Saturday, so make sure you stay tuned for next uh, Saturday's episode. And real quick, I want to make an announcement. For those that want to have the Family of Darkness merchandise. The link to in my link tree is in my page on the Anchor app. So if you want to buy a hoodie, t-shirt, darkness, whatever, like Kitty does, go Blanket. to my link tree. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Quick. No, I will not. No, oh, yeah, that's another thing we're going to talk about next week. Why do people What is the mental status of Um, people simping? What is the reasoning? That's that's the well lonely in 2020. You know. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to talk about all these topics next Saturday. Stay tuned for that. Like I was saying, if you want to have your very own merchandise not much, I'm dead. Oh, very own dark t-shirt, hoodie, etc. Coffee mug, sticker, whatever. Make sure you visit the link tree on my page on the Anchor app. Uh, go check it out. You don't have to buy anything, but I just want you to go see what that is all about. And uh, hope, yeah, it is. All, she says, oh, it's all worth it. oh no. But uh, Teespring. Please sponsor us oh, because yeah. that would be awesome for our sponsor, for our very first sponsor. That would be awesome. But uh, yeah, we're gonna end this episode <laughs> again. I'm your host Mario Davis, and we'll see you guys Saturday. Bye. Host.